If you are an estate agent, then you should know that the upfront information that the trading standards is bringing on is absolutely vital. We've already had part A, we've got part B and part C to come along. And today I'm joined by Ed Molyneux from the firm Movely, who are here, he's here to talk to me about what all this means for estate agency and how it's going to help. So thanks for joining me today, Ed. Um, Hi, Chris. What I'd like to do first is, for those people that have been living in a cave, what is upfront information? Okay, well, um, I guess upfront information isn't a new concept. There are actually quite a lot of estate agents out there who are proactive and you know go to the trouble of getting information from the seller uh, about a property to share with the buyers. But they're sort of maybe few and far between. There's certainly not enough um, uh, to make a difference. And so... The whole agenda nowadays about upfront information is by is by encouraging everyone and maybe even nudging everyone a little bit hard to to make sure that they gather these things together for the benefit of the buyer and the seller. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I'm all in favour of transparency, but you know, can you explain a bit more about the benefits of what the upfront information will mean for the estate agency industry? Yeah, and I, I think you know, coming at it as a consumer, and we're all—I guess—we're all consumers as well as uh, it being in the industry. So it always strikes me as being a bit weird that. You know, you know more about the £25 toaster you're going to buy from Amazon about, than the house you're about to put a half million pound offer into. Um, and I think there is there has been some recent survey work done you know, by the Convincing Association last year, which looked into what the consumers think about it. And actually, nearly 100%, 98% of them said they thought it was a good idea. And actually, they'd be prepared to pay uh, a bit for that information. And of course, you know, that's that's kind of where tips came about back in the day and we sort of all know what happened to them and we can dissect that a little bit so um we know it's not going to be like a silver bullet for solving all of the many broken things that there are around the industry and of course it's not all on the shoulders of the estate agent but it is a great start i think to to allowing more transparency but also just to kick off the process with you know with, with a, a bit more information to help conveyances and what happens later in the process as well i think uh, you mentioned hips or home information packs there's going to be some people watching this in their early to mid 20s that won't know what the hell you're talking about so could you explain what hips are and where is this upfront information going to succeed where hips didn't yeah and so um you know as as, as many of the uh, of those who've been around the industry for a while will will know and uh, probably have the scars from hips were introduced back in the uh, back in the 2000s, I think it was sort of 2005, six. Um, so actually, for the same reasons as people are talking about upfront information today, and so um, yeah, the Labour government at the time, as part of their Housing Act, introduced them. There was going to be a staged rollout. You know, it got to uh, quite far down the track. There were these things being produced. People were were, were involved in that, and um, lots of pushback from the industry. But you know, for reasons of more about detail than than about sort of, uh, I think opposition to the the principle. Uh, and then, of course, finally, it was canned um, in, I think it was about 2007, by the coalition government, which came in, um, I, I think, you know, largely for political reasons, in, in my in my personal opinion, others will have, have different um, different views on that. But I think that their heart was in the right place. Maybe the execution was, uh, wasn't quite right. And certainly it sort of fell victim to a, a bit of a political um political positioning uh, effort but um but it was a great start and i think we can have another go at it now and do a much better job of it this time around do you think what because about now especially is, is because we're talking about digital information and being able to gather these things really quickly um and not having a manila folder that you can have to photocopy and share around to people as was the case back in the day i think we can do things differently 
And do you think that that's the difference in the is the fact is that a lot of this information that was in home information packs is available online, and therefore by having this upfront information, then we can get it quicker and simpler and easier. Yeah, and I think it's also a bit more of a kind of you know it's a step by step, a baby steps process maybe is one way of describing it. So we're not you know upfront information. It, it, as we talk about it in relation to um, you know, the, the BASFI form or the PIQ form or what National Trading Standards are talking about, doesn't have, for example, home condition report in there. So it's a lighter weight type thing. I think you still get many of the benefits of that, uh, of what was in was in HIPS, but without maybe some of the more controversial parts of it. But it's a great start, I think. Good stuff. So talk to us about, we've already had part A, so what was in that and what's coming in part B and part C and yeah and no one knows when but your personal gut reaction of when when those will hit yeah so I think need to estate agents yeah no absolutely a part a um you know this was back in the summer wasn't it last last year when that sort of became officially required and that was really just the, the top headline items you know obviously things like price but also things like the tenure you know is it freehold or leasehold what's the EPC rating what's the council tax ban so these kind of you know fairly fairly uh, chunky and important things um that that every buyer should should really know now at the time it came out um you know it hasn't been hasn't been claimed as being mandatory i think it's fair to say compliance with it has been you know patchy the last number i heard was about maybe 17 percent of property listings are fully compliant with part a but there was never the intention of trading standards i don't think to make it you know to, to enforce it hard just with part a now parts b and c you now as you rightly say we don't know exactly what's going to go into those it's all, all a little bit uh, subject to a bit of guesswork we think and it's been guided by training standards that part b is about you know the classic things that relate to every property you know what's the parking like what what utilities are connected all these uh, top level things part c probably more about things that are specific about a given property so may or may not be important so things like, like flood risk or mining risk or some specific restrictions in the title deed this kind of thing what we do know is that training standards are talking about at least publishing what they're talking, uh, what there's going to be a parts B and C probably within the next couple of months is what we're hearing. And there will clearly be some kind of bedding in time for everyone to get used to the ideas. There's work going on uh, you know, in the portals and in CRM systems to be able to make all this possible. So it may be some time before it's actually mandated, but the intention is to mandate it for parts A, B and C eventually now all that let's be honest all that information normally get asked for on the conveyancing progress in, in the in the process what's does that mean that we're gonna have to go through all this again when we instruct the sale uh hopefully not and one of the reasons why things like the the BASPI, the buyers and sellers property information form which is an initiative uh from the home buying selling group which um which we at Moverly are, are a part of why that's important and why other things like um, you know, things like the property data trust framework, which we can go into more details, a bit, bit, a bit more of a technical idea. Why they're important is because this information that you're gathering really also needs to be wrapped up in a, like a little label of where you got it from, so that you can you can be able to say what the provenance of the information is. And if you can do that, then you'll get much less challenge from conveyances because they can see that this has come from the seller, but this has come from land registry. And one of the real challenges the hips. Uh, faced was that uh, the conveyances wouldn't take a search that somebody else had done because they couldn't trust where it come from. Whereas with the property's trust framework and the BASPI, you can see that it's come you know, directly from TM Group or one search directory, whoever, and so you can trust it. And that should cut down a lot on that kind of re-entry of information. 
Okay, I mean, transparency is all very well, but isn't all this information just going to put buyers off? I mean, just to play devil's advocate, isn't it better to get them in the house first, let them fall in love with it, and then uh, let the lawyers yeah. sort out the crap afterwards? <laughs> and uh, and I think that's real. That's a real temptation to me. But I think I think all agents know deep down that they're just setting themselves up for failure later in the process. You know, stuff was going stuff is going to come out of the woodwork if it's going to come out of the woodwork. Sometimes figuratively and sometimes literally. And it is better if people know. Uh, up front so that they can they might be want to adjust their price now uh, there's always a price um that's okay and, and reasonable for a property even warts and all and if you can find that at the point of offer much better than finding it 18 uh, uh weeks or days later when uh you know when when it really puts people off and gets people anxious about it when it surfaces ed before we go um you obviously don't do all this for fun, but what does what does your firm do to help estate agents with this problem with at Moverly? Well, so Moverly, I mean, we are one of a number of uh, software providers coming out with really uh, uh, slick and frictionless ways to build property packs um, to be able to gather this up and information um, automatically. So instead of it taking days, you know, it can just take minutes. And one of the really important things for agents is that products like Moverly will be able to integrate with CRM. So for, for a simple property transaction with a you know, freehold property, it could be that you press a button and then 15 seconds later, you've got all the material information just appeared magically in your CRM, which is what everybody wants really. That, you know, people have got plenty to be getting on with without having to be chasing information down. So I think, don't think people should, should be afraid of up and information. You know, I don't think it will put buyers off. I think it will just equip them to, to, to make the transaction success. And it doesn't need to be hard work for agents either, I don't think. Um, Ed, um, obviously, this is not well, not obviously, but as everyone knows, I don't do promotional videos. You haven't paid for this. It's just that someone I trust immensely in the industry said you need to talk with Ed. I had a chat with him. I thought, yeah, I like him. So I thought I'd get him on the virtual walking sofa because I, I know we'd get you on the sofa. But I think you're up in Scotland, aren't you? Is it Scotland? I am. It's a bit of a, a bit of a journey, but uh, yeah, I'd love to join you. Um, but when 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 this person said you need to speak with Ed, then I dropped everything and had a chat. And I think I hope you who's been watching this have also found it of useful. Um, Ed, how do people contact you if they want to chat to you? Yep. So I'm just Ed at Moverly.com. And uh, I look forward to hearing from anybody who's got any feedback or questions or thoughts about up and information that we can learn from. Thank you, Ed. So that's Ed Molyneux from Moverly. Do check them out. And thank you for your time to Ed today. And more importantly, thank you, uh, the viewing public in the state and letting agency land for watching. Thank you.